Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. My mind is going fishing tomorrow. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Frenzy, Dave. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, to keep up the tradition that we've had uh, with you and Neil in the last hour <laughs> by talking to Russ Francisco at Marine General Supply. Season is here, Russell. It is. It is. Wisconsin opener. You know, weather's a lot nicer. Yep. And uh, we have a lake wind again today. We just can't seem to get away from that very much. But uh, that's okay. We've been out fishing and, and things have been okay. Uh, the wind actually helped uh, this week. Uh, we had winds from that direction and then that direction and then this direction. And what it did was remarkable for the smaller, maybe the big lakes too. Uh, the ice has disappeared considerably. Yes, yes. I think we'll have open ice wherever people want to go for the opener around here anyway. Yes. Uh, and so that should be okay. Um, Wisconsin's in good shape all the way around. So I think overall we're doing really good. We're, yeah. we're, we're humming right along. So it's good. There's lots of, lots of deals out there and, and the factories are, are giving us deals. And, and so it's, we're back to normal. We're back to pre-pandemic. It's okay. Yay. Yay. We're normal. <laughs> uh, I got a question on bait. Uh, I had a caller earlier this morning that wondered, um, if I bought a bucket of minnows in Alexandria, International Falls, and used them and then said, ah, I'm going to go back to Duluth and fish St. Louis River or Island Lake or whatever, uh, is that legal? Is there a problem there? As long as you don't take them on the lake fishing with you. You know, so oh. so you you see a lot of people now buying bait bait coolers with aerators in them, yeah. and putting them in their vehicle and 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 taking their uh, their minnow bucket for the boat and taking some out and leaving the rest in the in the vehicle, and so you can transport them throughout the state. But once you put water from another lake or something like that in them, then not so much. Oh yeah, that's my that's my understanding anyway. You know, uh, yeah. and uh, that's that's the way they explained it to me. So, but the minute you put it in the lake, you are supposed to uh, take those minnows and uh, discard them. You're really not supposed to put them in the lake. You're supposed to pour them on the beach somewhere. They have some some lakes have garbage facilities yeah. and stuff like that. It's sort yeah. of a weird a weird deal. It's um, Minnesota makes it makes it tough on people sometimes, but they they have their reasons. So you just roll with it. What is the thing that we had uh, in uh, St. Louis River dropped off by some friendly visiting tanker? Bithotrephes? Yeah. Uh, spiny water fleas. Yeah. I was wa- and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and a lot more worse. Uh, I was one of the guys that brought them from the St. Louis River to Island Lake. I wasn't the only one. But we fished uh, the river in the morning and then went up to Island Lake in the afternoon. Had no idea we were doing naughty. Birds do the same thing. You know, you, you can't completely stop it. You do you do the best you can, right? And you do you do your part. But I mean, you know, animals will take them. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen. And you know, once once they get introduced, and and uh, you know, it's, it's the same as anything. And you know, you, they opened the port authority, the the, the seaway, yeah. and didn't realize what was going to happen. And after it happened, they said, "Holy cow, we didn't plan for that." So it's it's the way a lot of things work. You know, you just don't think about it because you're not exposed to it. So. Would have thought of now. I said, gee, we should have, you know, started fixing this up years ago. But, yeah. What do you do? Not only did we get stuff from the St. Louis waterway from New York all the way west, but we picked up stuff from Europe too in those bulk. We tanks. did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. In fact, there was a kid who used to work for me. He caught an eel uh, in uh, off of Boy Scout Landing. No. <laughs> and. Uh, brought it in it, it it just must have been one that was in a tanker somewhere and he happened to catch it you know so wow uh 
Yeah, so it's uh, it's a, this is back 20 years ago, but I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff in the lake that you wouldn't yeah. expect to be there, and, yeah. and uh, it's just happened. But you know, part of it is, uh, you know, sometimes they plant species that they think are going to do well in a lake, and, and and they probably shouldn't have planted them. That happens in a lot of places too. You mm-hmm. know, it's a lot of arguments on that. Now, if it, and this wasn't natural to this lake, why did we put something in there? And now it's a problem for us. You know, so so carrying your leeches from place to place is okay too. Uh, it's the water that's dangerous. Yeah, the big thing is once you put them in the boat, you you put yourself in a position where you have to you have to say, okay, this could have lake water in it, and, yeah. and you need to discard them. You know, it's done. <clears throat> but there are people, like I say, carry tanks around just like just like the minnow deliverer guys do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and they deliver minnows, and then we have, of course, the water the water we have here is filtered. Uh, uh, lake, it's Lake Superior water coming through the system. We have filters, take the chlorine out. Sure. But over the hill, they have well water and stuff like that. So. Uh, and that water generally doesn't have anything dangerous in it. So as long as you keep that uh, type of water, then you're okay. But the minute you put lake water in there, now now that lake water can go to another lake and spread something you can spread. So that's why they're doing it. It, it is what it is. Perfect. Yeah. Good explanation. Now, uh, <clears throat> Wisconsin opening at midnight tonight. St. Louis River not open. That's right. A lot of phone calls on that this week. St. Yeah. Louis River opens on Minnesota and closes on Wisconsin. Uh, that was the reciprocal agreement that was done many decades ago, and so that's how it works. Probably about 1990-ish. Uh, yeah, or maybe even a little bit before, but okay. uh, yeah, right in that neighborhood, though. Yeah, remember uh, we had the, how icky the water was in the river, and then we yeah. had that great, big, huge storm, and it cleaned out the river like yeah. nobody had ever seen, and we so, discovered so- walleyes. Yep, so when the WLSD opened up, uh, that was going to be the filter that would take care of all these problems, and, and we wouldn't have it anymore, and it would take about 30 years. Hmm. And we had that massive flood uh, and put them, to get, put them ahead almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. It, just, it washed the river out. It, it went high, and it washed the gunk off the shore. And, and uh, I was working in the marina, you know, uh, out at Freddy Drill. Uh, and I'll tell you how bad the wires tell the story, so probably people are tired of hearing it. But that water was so bad, uh, I got some of the ooze off of one of the boats on my skin, and they couldn't kill it. And it just kept eating me up. And, and uh, Doc named Doc Campaign, who's not with us anymore, uh, I, they said, go see this guy. He, he knows a lot about these rashes and stuff. So I went in there and he said, holy cow, I haven't seen this in Vietnam, he said. Ah. He painted painted every spot on my body with silver nitrate, and two days later it was gone. And so uh, it was just, he said, it gets underneath your skin, and, and unless you kill it with nitrate or something like that that, that takes it away, he said, it would have just kept on growing everywhere. Ate you up, he says. <laughs> and that was laying on the bottom, and you got it because it you were in the, the water? Of, but no, it was laying on the bottom of a hull. Oh. We hauled the boat out. You know, you you know, it's it's warm out, and and you got short sleeves on, and yeah. I must have had a cut or something or a scratch, and it got in under the skin. So that that water it was green. And it, you know, the the water itself was green and oozy, and, and these big foam things would come down there. You see it on yeah. TV every now and and these big balls of foam would come down. The river was really terrible. There were dead fish everywhere yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, and after that, everything started to get better, and it's just gotten better ever since. It's uh, you know, so there's there's my story of how bad the river was. That's but you know, the river always has been dark. You know. You know, that's not that water has always been tannic. Uh, even when my dad was a kid and used to swim in that river, he used to tell me, he said, uh, that that water is always dark. Well, it comes from, uh, I suppose, the Iron Range uh, all the way from Virginia 
down. Well, all the all the tributaries coming into the river, you know, yeah. all you know, and it, it, everything it comes from has has tannic water. It's mm-hmm. brown water, so mm-hmm. it goes in there. But it's yeah, you're right. It just it's the way it is. Uh, but it's good water, and it, and the fishing has been good. Uh, a lot of the kids were fishing sturgeon this spring, um, and uh, had a great great spring for sturgeon. Uh, so they're healthy, and so the river is healthy. It's a good place. Some tips for Wisconsin anglers. What's up your sleeve? Well, let me let me do one thing quick. If you're gonna fish any of the contests, you got to get signed up. Uh, and everybody's been calling me from the contest. ALS. Uh, I've got tickets for Jaws. I got tickets for Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. I got tickets for Cycle Billy. Get those tickets because those contests are coming up. It sort of snuck up on everybody because the weather was so bad. Yeah. Uh, now it's nice. So uh, so get those. If you need deals on rods, uh, Fenwick. This is the last year Fenwick is going to run uh, free reels on rods. So sixty nine dollars to two twenty nine when you buy the rod will give you a reel at no extra charge. Uh, this is the last season this is going to happen. Uh, I got that word uh, a few days ago. Uh, we've got all kinds of 20% off stuff. we got waders for uh, 99 bucks, neoprene waders. We've got all the rain gears 20% off. All the life jackets are 20% off. There is a lot of inventory around the country at manufacturer levels, and they're making us deals, and we're passing them on. All righty. You keep a tight line. Thanks. We'll see you around. Thank you very much, Russ. Yeah, bye-bye. Before we run away... <clears throat> I have fished the Wisconsin opener, I don't know, a dozen times over the, what, 40 years I've been here. Um, you're going to find lakes that have no ice, and that's just fine. That's probably what you want. Mm-hmm. I remember one lake just south of Superior near Wascott, Red Lake. It's on the east side of uh, 53 as you're going south. <clears throat> well, it's always on the east side. But left side as you're going south. Um, I caught fish there at the Wisconsin Governor's Fishing Opener. Hmm. You remember a guy named Tommy Thompson? I do. I was watching he and his guide fish, and I thought, that looks easy. (laughs) So I got down to the bottom, which was six, five, six, eight feet. Boom, 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 boom. I'm catching all kinds of walleyes. Uh, Shallow, near running water. If you can find a little warmer water, I think that'd be cool, too. Now we have thermometers in our boats. Oh, sure. A lot of them do. Yeah. So on our depth finders. So uh, do that. All right. But sh- fish shallow and uh, mm-hmm. talk to your maker. You're not going to the Wisconsin opener, eh? I am not. I was going to the Minnesota opener, but <laughs> now with my, I had another yeah. eye episode. Oh, okay. Did my wife call you? No. Okay, she was going to call and warn you that I was handicapped today. Oh, well, you're fine. And you'd say, I always is. Don't worry about <laughs> it. All right, we'll be right back. Thank More you. of the fishing frenzy. Mm, meat bundles. Pardon me? Meat bundles. Meat bundles, all right. That's what he was talking about yeah. a second ago. Meat bundles. This is in honor of uh, Cinco de Mayo, the Mexican shuffle with... Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert, yeah. It is Cinco de Mayo. Yes, it is. 5th of May. Hooray, hooray, it's the 5th of May. Yeah, right after the uh, May the 4th be with you. <laughs> well, Pat Kugel is with us mm-hmm. from Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. Good morning to you. Do you celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo at all? Well, you know, there's always that Mexican food, which I truly love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yes. truly loved. Yes. Uh, now you and got me going here. I know. See, all I had to do is mention it. Yep. And uh, and you're you're in. 
<laughs> uh, we're talking fishing in Wisconsin, and uh, you are not an angler, right? No. No, I look for angles, but I'm not an angler. <laughs> You're looking at all the angles. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. You know, it's it's. Uh, I'm just happy for everybody that we're doing things. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm happy for the turkey hunters. That season yeah. runs right through the end of May, and even with the bad weather, they're out there and they're successfully harvesting birds. And I'm happy for the fisher people. <laughs> Men and women both. It's just nice to get in the great outdoors. I uh, may have to get some uh, 10-gauge shotgun shells because I've got <clears throat> the dreaded geese on our on our shore. Do you own a 10-gauge? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I've never shot a 10-gauge, and I don't know if I want to. <laughs> that you sounds know, like a knockdown. Pushing obsolete, yeah. you know, and never never was a player up in our neck of the woods. It was kind of a southern thing, yeah. And uh, and it did when turkey hunting you know, first started out. They all thought they had a ten gauge, yeah. then the twelve gauge and the three and a half inch came, and that was the death knell for it. Yeah. And now you don't even truthfully the three and a half inch sales shotgun sales are also uh, because of the different ammo now for the you know it's in different wads and different ammunition. Uh, the, their popularity, at least here where we are, uh, has diminished. So we're back to basics. I remember <laughs> turkey. I remember turkeys as being huge, as big as a big fifty-five gallon drum. Tur- well, the turkeys are big, but you can only kill them in certain areas, the neck area, uh, and you can't body shot. You know, I'm talking shotgun. No, yeah. uh, they'll roll them, but that's about it. So, um, you know, there's, you have to, it's all about the patterning. And uh, we, now we've got four tens with that TSS ammo. Yeah. So, yeah, we've, the ammunition is just, I remember when steel first came out, you could throw a shell farther than that steel shell would go. It was horrible. <laughs> well, I suppose if you, if you really choke, choke down on that. Uh... <laughs> but, yeah, it's all about the pattern. That's true. With you know, people need to pattern their shotguns. They run out, and do the rifles as they should. But it's really, really whether you're shooting trap or no matter what you're shooting, it's important to know where that shotgun shoots. Yep. Mm-hmm. So people need to, and most of them do now. But you buy a new shotgun, take a big piece of cardboard and go out wherever you're shooting and draw a little circle and shoot it and see where it's going. High low, you know, look at your chokes. There's a lot of chokes available right now, so it all makes a difference. And it's more humane for the animal. Yeah, that's that's the key. You don't want suffrage, and you don't want that critter to wander away and, and waste. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't use a bed sheet. Mom would hate that. She gets a little riled up about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plenty of cardboard to go around. There certainly <laughs> sure is, yeah. Well, what, what else is going on? What do you got for some good deals? Yeah, we've got, you know, I'm just, uh, we've got a lot of uh, used guns in right now, Uh, like a lot of them, which is good. Uh, People come in looking for, we have a lot of used handguns. We've got a lot of uh, used rifles and shotguns in right now, which is good as well as new. And we guarantee uh, our used firearms for 30 days when you buy them. So there's, you know, it's no risk. But and you're saving you're saving some money. So mm-hmm. we do have a really, really nice inventory of used and new firearms right now. Got clay birds in, we got trap loads in. 
of course, we've got uh, turkey loads in. Hey, we just got a thing of concealed carry purses, a nice selection of concealed carry purses, too. Well, that sounds neat. They are neat. They really are. They, they, uh, they look nice. They're innovative. Just we get, uh, we sell quite a few of them here, as a matter of fact. Hopefully, women buy them. Well, there's no, you know, nothing against guy them. carrying a purse, right? <laughs> You'd need a gun if you got caught carrying a bird. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> I did not say that on the radio. Yeah, you did. You did. I did not. No, I did yeah. not. Uh, what, are, what are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? Ellen? Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, nine to six. Saturday, nine to five. On the corner of Ogden and Winter, and we're here to help. And you do well. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm I'm going back in history here to uh, Southern Missouri, where I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. uh, in the summer. I think my mom and dad farmed me out to Uncle Harry. Uh, we had to work his farm and no. all that. But Get he said, you during the summertime. Yeah, yeah, it was good work. It was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, we got to ride the pony. He told me it was my pony. Turns out he told all his <laughs> nephews the same thing. Yeah. But he uh, also was very good in showing us how to properly shoot guns. Oh, good. And I still remember uh, him putting up paper um, sheets. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got these things, but we could see the pattern. And it was really interesting mm-hmm. when you shoot a shotgun compared to, well, obviously a, right. a rifle. Uh Never forget that. That was very good information, Uncle Harry. I guess I didn't realize you can control the pattern. How do you go about doing that? Uh, well, many shotguns have a choke. A choke? You kind of twist it a little bit. Okay. And it changes the pattern. And then oh, okay. And of course, well, very good. The, uh, the shell you put in there could be oh, various. Okay. I'll take you up to Secret Lake. Yeah, I'm uh, totally ignorant on that. We'll shoot some geese. All I know is you uh, pull the trigger and it goes boom. You were a military guy, weren't yeah, you? Well, yeah. I used my grandfather's shotgun back in the day, bird hunting and squirrel hunting, as it turns out. Anything that moved hunting, basically, as a kid. Been there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. We better take a break now. Be right back. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Well, no. But you don't mess around with Jim. Jim and Leroy. Yeah, it's either Jim or Leroy. It's Jim this time around. And Johnny's on the phone. And Johnny, too. <laughs> Good morning, John. Happy wedding. Way to go, pal. Thank you. Thank you very much. You had the most wonderful reception uh, Wednesday night. Thank you. <laughs> glad, glad you were able to make it in. Yeah, that was, I, you know, my wife said, you know, Johnny doesn't have many friends. Uh, Lynn probably does. We'll we'll have to go to the reception and you know be the only one there. How many did you have yeah. there? About three hundred. I think so. I think we were we were shooting for about one fifty. So we set up for two hundred, and about three hundred showed up. And I, I I should have figured when you when you have like the first event of the season. Yeah. Everyone's calendars are still wide open, so yeah. they all showed. Well, you and Lynn are a, a good team. I'm very, very happy for you. Oh, thank you very much. And you're getting ready for opener next week, a week in Minnesota. Um, yeah. Where do you get your, your minnows? You're from western Minnesota? 
Yeah, we get ours from uh, Urbank Live Bait Company. They're out in the Alexandria area. Um, any problems? We're not sure yet. Um, bait so far this season has been tight, really tight. And uh, we're, we're hoping as the ice come off the remainder of the lakes and they, uh, the, the, they keep on spreading out all the trappers to yeah. try different locations, we're, we're sure hoping that uh, they, they find some decent bait for us for the opening weekend. But uh, as it sits right now, uh, things are going to be a, a little tight. I know, I know we'll get something and we'll, we'll sell what we got, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. I remember that bait is, is a form of fishing and, and, uh, you can always, um, you can always hope, but you, you know, fishing's fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a guy up in Rapids, just forgot his name now, Rapids Tackle, a legendary place up there. He used to get very excited. He'd call us. He said, tell everybody I got I got Spottail River Shiners. Yep. <laughs> Have you heard of them? Um, the guy in Rapids, I, I boy, I, I, it's not coming to okay. it's not coming on the top of my mind the name, but I I, I know the I know the area, and I I'm pretty sure I know what shop you're talking about. You don't have to buy. Wait, here's a question: Do you have to buy minnows and bait from a bona fide licensed minnow dealer? Bait dealer. Uh, in Minnesota, yes. Oh. Yeah, there's uh, there's there's licensing and, and uh, requirements from for all of that, and uh, yeah, the, uh, we got we got paperwork for everything. And I was talking to Russell a little bit ago, and he answered my question. I was going to ask you, and that was, can you take the minnows from lake to lake to lake to Wisconsin, lake to lake to lake? Yes, you could, but you got to change water each time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how the, the the rules are once you cross into um, into Wisconsin, but I know, I know our, our own Minnesota rules that you're if you're going one spot to another, they they want the yeah they they don't want one water water from one lake going to a, another. That's kind of the, the the big rule they got going. Right, we'll be putting in new bugs and new creatures and things. I get that. Yeah, and how about and like we... when when we go into the boundary waters um, because people are going lake to lake to lake. What they want to have happen there is you have your minnows like sealed up in your oxygen bag. Right. Or in a container sealed, so you get to your destination lake. Then you can use them there, but they don't want you to backtrack and start taking uh, a bucket with water from one lake yeah. into the other. Yeah, they've got the uh, spiny water fleas up in the boundary waters now. Well, they, it's those spiny little guys that kind of made their way across the whole state. Yep. And as soon as the state finds another lake that's infected, then they take that off of the lakes that we can trap from. And that's kind of one of the biggest problems we have with when you're talking about like the spot kill shiners, that's usually a, a, that's a minnow that comes from the bigger lakes. And once those bigger lakes get the spiny water fleas, like most of the bigger lakes have, then we have a lake full of bait that we can't go and trap anymore. 
that's when it gets difficult. Hmm. Life does not get easier, does it? Nope. How about leeches? Uh, you think they'll be in good supply? We kind of lost some last summer. Um, yeah, in the, I, I think leeches should be, uh, in the end, easier to get than the minnows. But leeches always kind of start the season real slow when the water is cold. And then once the water starts warming up, once we get into into uh, June, leeches should get really nice this year, and uh, there should be a decent supply. But uh, as far as leeches for the opener, that might be a little bit tight, too. Okay. But should have lots of night crawlers, anyway. Oh, yeah, I love night crawlers. I love them. I really do. Uh, we better get licenses. Uh, you sell them up there? Yeah, that's what we've been, that's what we've been, been selling uh, all week so far is people that are or uh, want to avoid the line for the licensed machines on opening day. Mm-hmm. And so get that done early, get that done this week, and then next week you can get in the express line and grab your dozen of chubs and head right to the water. Uh, we have to have lots of identification, husband-wife thing. It gets complicated. Uh, yeah, if you're going to get a husband-wife license these days, uh, the state wants both couples there, or if if you're the husband and you're getting your wife's license too, um, if you can get her to hand over your driver her driver's <laughs> license. So when you come to us with the when we're doing the license machine, if we have both identify identifications, yeah. the licenses, and then uh, it makes it uh, easier. You know, we'll have all the information we need to get that. How, how, how about a picture of the wedding from uh, July 1969? Not gonna. No. Work. no we're, we got. We got to have. We got to have the numbers. Boy, you guys are picky, Johnny. Yeah. Thank you. And we're not staters. I know. I know. I know. Uh, wonderful wedding reception. Wonderful girl, Johnny. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources announced last week that it has taken an important step toward building a modernized electronic licensing system. The agency says it has selected a conservation technology company as a vendor for the project. I'll share details when we return, but first... Get ready to reel in the big one with help from Fleet Farm. Come check out our huge selection of fishing gear from rods and reels to lures and bait. Choose from over 10,000 lures and find Fleet Farm exclusive colors. Plus, going on now, save on Berkeley 2 and 3 inch power grubs. Get two for $5. Get everything for your next fishing trip in one stop at Fleet Farm, your fishing headquarters. The Minnesota DNR and Minnesota IT Services have selected conservation technology company S3 as the vendor to build a modern electronic licensing system to serve the state's anglers, boaters, hunters, and recreational vehicle owners. The DNR says that S3 has built licensing systems for a number of other states, including Arkansas, Michigan, Missouri, and Ohio. The DNR maintains that the new system will make it faster and easier for Minnesotans to buy licenses and ultimately experience Minnesota's natural resources. 
The new system's construction and testing are expected to take about two years to complete, with a public launch expected in early 2025. The DNR says that Minnesotans will still be able to buy licenses at their favorite bait shop or sporting goods store, but the new system will provide much improved online capabilities, including the ability to buy and store licenses on mobile devices. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at OutdoorNews.com. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, a little Mexico with Bob Moore and his orchestra to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. For a million dollars, I could not have told you that that was Bob Moore. <laughs> I, uh, I had difficulty on that one, too. But remembered it after I heard it. We're all going fishing, especially in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Dave Miller, you going fishing? <laughs> good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. And, and uh, good morning, everybody out there. And You know, I I got a garage project going on. I'm going to go fishing. But the good news is, is, is like out on the Pike Lake chain in Iron River, there was ice early in the week and yeah. you know, maybe 30 feet out from shore. Um, the other day, it was wide open. Isn't that amazing? We saw that in Secret Lake, too. The the winds came from this direction, then they said, no, let's go the other way. Then they turned again. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So don't know what the rest of the lakes look like uh, out there on the chain, but my guess is is, uh, they're probably opened up, and and that's a good thing. Now we've got to wake the fish up. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) that's beyond our control. We can't. Uh, By the way, uh, I was up at Island Lake a couple of days this week and watched it disappear. It's interesting because of the the highway that goes across the lake. It looks like one end of the lake is open and the other lake is still filled with ice because it can't blow away. Uh huh. It just you know it, it's it's always so neat to watch ice go out because it it, it gets that honeycomb structure to it. Yeah. And then the wind starts moving and those little pieces just keep falling over and you hear the tinkle of <laughs> oh. the ice on the. On the, on the, it just, it's a neat thing to watch and to be a part of, but it, it takes a little bit of time. And, and you know, yeah. sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. The late uh, Jim Carlson, who used to run Arrowhead Concrete uh, up yeah. in Hermantown, uh, he and I, he said, You got to meet me, meet me over here. Meet me at, uh, what is it, Pike Lake there. He said, You got to hear this. Okay. So I drove up there and he said, Got your tape recorder? <laughs> it was it was a beautiful sound as it tinkled up on shore. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're right up there next to it, you know, and and close. It's it's a really cool sound. Yeah. Well, um, you'll be selling some licenses at uh, your store in Superior. We are we are selling licenses right and left. <laughs> we're we're selling uh, fishing gear. I just see a whole bunch of stuff come in yesterday, and they're working hard to get it on the shelf and. And but we're we're selling rain gear. We're selling selling the, the the all the rubber footwear and stuff that goes along with it. It's it's a busy time at the store. And of course, everybody's going kind of. I shouldn't say everybody, but people are going camping with a fishing opener. So the oh, yeah. camping department has been been busy with all the accessories and even the tents and stuff. And uh, the people are are coming out of winter and breaking loose. <laughs> well, it's good, very good. Uh, yeah. What what what's leaving the store that you're kind of surprised? Boy, that's selling like crazy. Why? Yeah, some... uh, you know, I, I guess honestly, I'd have kind of a hard time putting my finger on okay. it. Um, 
so much of the time, you know, if there's rain in the forecast, it's definitely rain gear and, and foot gear and stuff that goes along with it. A little bit later on when there's a lot of sun, you know, then it becomes all the, the sun hats, the SPF clothing and stuff. So, it, it you know, it, it kind of varies a lot. And, and you know, it, I've said it before, but now people are really their permits and stuff for going into the boundary waters. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting all geared up with the maps and all the camping gear for that. Um, the, the, the ladies coming in looking and, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. I keep forgetting about that, but, yes. uh, you know, especially the Minnesota fishermen, I can't remember how that dials in, but, um, it's good to take care of mom before you go fishing. And, and so, uh, you know, like all of the, the, the spring and summer clothing, the fleece, the, the shirts, the, the, the zip off pants. I mean, you, you name it, all of that stuff is there. Plus we got our clearance racks and stuff going on from the winter time, but, um, but it's, it, you know, that, that's kind of coming on and it sneaks up on me. I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> keep track of mother's day until the day before, you know, uh, young you Miller, know? he better keep track. Yep. And you know, just some reports from folks coming in, the wood ticks are out. Yes. And, and so, you know, now we all have to really start focusing on, on the, the permethrin or whatever you use to, to keep them non-attractive. But, but it's also that tick checking every night because even if you're using the, the, the spray on your clothing and stuff, they, there's a chance that they can get on you. And like keep saying, if you catch them at night after they get on you during the day, it's hard for them to have much of an effect. So that, that nighttime tick check is is a lot of important stuff to do. All right. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet Superior? We are open Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday, 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sunday because hopefully this weekend they're going fishing and they're going camping. But whatever you need, folks, for the outdoors, come check us out. Get those kids out, have fun, and check for ticks. Thanks, everybody. Wow, that's a memory song. Got your boots. They're made for walking. Here we go. Well, I know that Matt King up at Fish Corner's got boots. Yeah. Right, Matt? Well, we do. We do. For sure. You, you kind of need them this year with all the slop going on. Yeah, the snow is kind of disappearing, but there's still slop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, boy, it's amazing when, you know, two weeks ago we had so much snow, you wouldn't have thought it was ever going to be gone. Matt, I thought with all that ice and the cold and snow that we would have ice until the 13th of May. Yeah, and we're, I think uh, pretty much uh, I think we're going to make it on everything, and I think we'll be a lot of these lakes are going to be out by the end of the weekend. I looked at Island Lake yesterday, and uh, it's a 50-50 proposition right now up there, and the level is up good right that's good good people won't have to worry so much about uh, taking out their motors and props and things like that so yep. that's good yep. uh, yeah yeah secret lake left in 25 hours it was gone just it just blew away good good well that's that's good that we're uh, we're getting open and people can start thinking about uh, some open water you know you get the wisconsin opener this weekend mm-hmm. so uh you know, we've been, uh, we already sold, uh, got leeches in yesterday, so uh, sold some leeches already, and we got a lot of crawlers, and we're getting some uh, bait in. I got some uh, rainbow chubs yesterday, and we got some crappie minnows, and hopefully today we'll get filled up on the rest of our minnows. Did so. you did you have trouble getting uh, leeches last year? 
Um, you know what? I was pretty good the whole year. Um, I got a couple of guys that I use, and they're they're pretty solid for me. Uh, they really uh, come through. I'm getting uh, so I got 40 pounds yesterday, and I'm getting another 30 pounds today. Um, so I'm taking them while I can get them. Um, you know, to kind of fill up on what we can get, and because this early year like this, you know, it's, it hasn't been uh, easy to get bait. So um, we're trying to get what we can get. Have you ever trapped leeches yourself? I haven't. No, I trapped minnows, but I've yeah. never trapped leeches. Yeah. No. Uh, I uh, had a big net one year, and uh, with the neighbor, we walked the shoreline and and gathered a lot of minnows, but we also got sunfish and mad toms and everything else. Sure, sure. I've seen a lot of the lakes, uh, you know, that I uh, waterfall hunt in and stuff yeah. where there was traps in them, and I've seen how they do it. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I've never done it myself. Um, you know, it's a, it's a quite a quite a deal for leeches. I mean, everybody wants the jumbos, right? So oh, yeah. if you get those, if you can find the right spots where we get the the bigger leeches, that's the main seller. But uh, this time of the year, you know, it is what it is, what you get. So, Arco coffee uh, can with a hand bone in there and a bunch of holes. That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah. And some of them use, uh, it's like a little uh, black bag with holes in it and a little float on the top, and you you drop your bait in there, and mm-hmm. same kind of deal, you know, and leeches crawl in there and eat off of that meat. And, you know, it's amazing how that things can sense where that is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you got Mother's Day gifts? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, different things, uh, you know, from we got a great deal right now on rod and reel combos and things like that. Uh, we've got, um, let's see what else we got on sale. All our fillet knives are on sale, life vests, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, there's there's some nice things that, you know, it's amazing to me. People like, uh, think about it, too, when you go to buy that Mother's Day gift, if you buy a rod and reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I notice about the women, they, they kind of like it to color match the rod and the reel together. Oh, sure. sure. You know, sure. that's something I don't think the men always care about that. But uh, one thing I've noticed with the women, they kind of like to look at that and see, hmm, I got a blue rod here, so I kind of want a bluish real or you know or got some red on the rod i want to reel with some red you know they want huh. it to look nice Should so match their purse and shoes too there you yeah. go oh there you, you go. pig you pig <laughs> i caught i caught a sleeping beauty uh rod and reel combo one time at island lake oh <laughs> some poor kid lost that uh with a big walleye or something on the other end i know i would talk i talked about it on the radio and i said if you lost it give me a call we had one call and it was in the wrong location of the lake. So I said, if you want it, come on over. I'll leave it at the radio station. And it it left. So somebody got happy. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of those kids' rods, too, available. And we're just uh, fine-tuning things now, uh, getting, you know, getting ready. Because uh, I'm, I'm very thankful that the ice is going to be off these lakes. Yep. And uh, people will be in here uh, getting their boats ready here this next week and and getting out and enjoying some fishing. It's been a long winter, and we need it. You're a good angler, so give us a, a tip or two for Wisconsin anglers tomorrow. So what I, I like, like this time of year, is I like them darker watered lakes, mm-hmm. uh, warm up a little quicker, um, but I would stay in shallow and, uh, you know, try to find those lakes that have that little bit warmer water, which, you know, like around Duluth area here, which is 
we're pretty fortunate with that with these reservoir lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some shallow ones that warm up quicker. You know, those fish would get a little more active. So, But I would stay into more shallow water and, uh, you know, try a little slower presentation to them. And, uh, you know, you should have some good luck. Excellent. Thank you, Matt King at Fisherman's Corner, Pike Lake area. I appreciate it. Have a good week. Thank you. You too. Hey, Dave, listen to this. Hey, Siri, what time is it? I don't hear anything, Rick. She doesn't know. <laughs> I can tell you if you want. With reminders. What? <laughs> I don't know. She's, she says, no more reminders. I hate I you. I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's 10 o'clock. I got to run. 9.59, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, thanks, Dave, for uh, carrying me through this one more time. <laughs> All right. Good luck fishing, everybody, in Wisconsin tomorrow. Go get them, guys. Right. Go get them, Badgers. <laughs>